Just let the people know real quick who you are, what you do, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, what's up, guys? My name is Joe Cash. I'm from New York City. I'm an artist, entrepreneur, um, content creator. I do a lot of different things. Dope, man. Yeah. So we were just talking about the transition to making music full-time mm -hmm. for you, and the parallel for other people is pursuing whatever they want to make a career like full-time mm -hmm. so how did you make that decision personally um i think the most important thing in terms of like transitioning full-time is to really figure it out like I, I feel like it just happens like you like oh shit like i got people can i curse on it yeah all right but um it's like yo i got people that's like fans and quote unquote fans supporting me, like really supporting me, like you start to see the change and um like for instance how I'm here right now, I met Snow through the internet, like TikTok, like the power of the internet. It's like a team started forming around me. I met Logan, my brother right here, Noah, he's my videographer from Detroit. Noah. So these pieces came like little by little to the point where it's like, all right, now I'm here to be able to do it full right. time. Yep. And it was organic too, right? Yeah. That's I think the best indicator of things working out or you being on the path that you're meant to be on. Yeah. Um, I think when you try to force something, it there's too many pieces that aren't in, like in alignment necessarily. Mm -hmm. We could touch on so many things. You know, how do you figure out how to manage relationships? Like what kind of people do you gravitate towards? Okay. That's a good question. And um, I gravitate towards creatives, like-minded people, people that's um, like just building. But I, I feel like what I've been doing is like focusing on myself a lot. And I find that the more that I focus on myself and get things done, I attract like the right people around me and things just tend to happen. Like, you know, right. you get those moments where you just in a yeah. place, you just meet somebody. Like, I got a story, I'll tell you about it. Sure. Um, I saw that you was talking about NFTs for just an instance. Um, we was in a car in Manhattan. Um, we was driving across the bridge about in May. About a month before I was dropping my project, I was like, yo, <clears throat> I heard about NFTs. I was like, yo, I'm going to drop an NFT, bro. Like, <laughs> he's in the car. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I want to drop an NFT. And um, he was like, wow. I was like, yo, because nobody's doing it. And like, I see what it's doing. So we get out the car. We go into this random shop that we've never been in before. As soon as we walk in the shop, there's two people in the shop. Um, and LES, dude is like, yo. They start talking about NFTs, like just crypto talk. So we like, oh, I meet this guy from Satoshi's Closet, Mike. His name is Mike. And um, we, we talk. He's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm putting out an album in a month and a half, two months. He's like, yeah, I come in a few. Just like, da 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 da. And that's what he's been doing. He's just started, like, he got a company where he helps artists mint their projects without not, like, not through wearable, just like literally make the contract, all right. of that, and put it on. So I built a relationship with him. So, to go back to the point, it's like things just start happening. Like once you really like in tune, like with what you're doing, I feel like that's how everything just falls in place. 100%. I couldn't agree more. Um, but if we talk about, you know, like there's strategy behind maintaining relationships as well, even mm -hmm. if you don't necessarily fuck with the people. Okay. And that's the part I want to get out is do you see value in like, having a baseline personality where you can interact with people even if you don't fuck with them? Or do you only mess with people that you, like, align with? You get what I'm saying? Like, 
mm. we meet so many people right and you're mm -hmm. like i would not want to have this person around i would not want to do business with this person yeah. based off of whatever do you strategically move around that because i know you meet a lot of people yeah and in this industry especially so do you strategically move around that or do you just have like i just got to have like my own base level personality and whatever happens happens hmm uh, I would say I would say the baseline like I'm a big thing like I'm doing me basically so mm -hmm. people come and they go and if they stay they stay it just it just feels right like you know like if you meet somebody and something goes left especially the older you how old are you 24 24 okay yeah so I feel like especially in the last, I'm 27 so in the last couple of years like I've been learning like a lot about myself like okay this is what you do nah you gotta see this for that right like, reading books yep. What kind of books? Uh, Self-help books, like those those books that's, that's like, really, like, helps your mentality, help you understand that we all are on the same path doing things. And people, a lot of the times when people do things, it has nothing to do with you. So really detaching nice. yourself from what other people do. Would you say you're more action-oriented, or is there a balance between, like, reading books and mm -hmm. then acting? Like, have you always been, like, I got to act and then I'll learn along the way? type shit like I'm in between you know um I definitely act but I definitely strategize so I'm in between it's not like I'm just like a but that's a thing right <clears throat> like some of my friends are more like yo let's go do it so mm -hmm. that brings a balance like for instance Noah right here like he's like a Leo like he's like yeah let's do it let's do it so I found that <clears throat> I right, people like this help me when I'm like yo I don't know. I'm not when sure. You're like thinking too much. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. No, I feel you. There's so much value in, in my opinion, acting and then learning along the way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that deters a lot of people from starting or pursuing what they want to pursue. Mm -hmm. They can get like caught up in this loop of overthinking or worrying about, you am I ready or is it going to happen? Yeah. Talk about that a little bit, like your mentality in terms of making music or pursuing art. Do you always like believe? Have you always believed? Or is it something that came about because of the reaction from other people? Uh, it was a belief because when I first started doing music, like I wasn't supposed to do music. Like nobody would have guessed this five years ago, 2021. Yeah. yeah, like um, I was in, I was a basketball player, full-time athlete my whole life. I went to college and then I even went to grad school playing basketball. I graduated and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be a rapper. But just the way I went about it, like, I, yeah. I, I knew what I wanted to do. So, like, I was like, all right, I'm going to study this. Like, take from basketball what I, what I learned from basketball. Like, yo, you got to really work at something to really be good at it. So, I just worked. And then um, <clears throat> got to the point where it's like, all right, it's time to go. Like, now I believe. <clears throat> but something I learned, especially in this last, like, year and a half, and I learned it from TikTok. Because TikTok is, like, a platform where you could go viral in a day. <clears throat> and what I learned was... The least that you care, the more that you just in your natural state is the more that people gravitate towards you and like appreciate you. So that that app has taught me that yo nothing really matters. Like, cause in the beginning when I got on it, like I had some success early on, <clears throat> and then I hit like a standstill. And I was like, damn. Mm -hmm. And you hit a standstill where you're going to get a hundred thousand views, and now you get a hundred per view. And it's like the more that you post, like it's gonna happen. You just got to keep on doing what you're doing. Right. Consistency is everything. Yep. So uh, I'm not sure if I caught it earlier, but how long have you been uh, doing music? I've been doing music. Um, I put my first song out April 2nd, 2018. 2018. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I went through Apple Music to look at your discography. Mm -hmm. And you've got a lot of stuff out. 
So yeah. clearly you've been consistent. Yeah. What has like the value been for you in terms of being consistent? Like what did you get by being consistent? Mm, I'm starting to see it now. Like I'm, I'm starting to see it where people are acknowledging, starting to acknowledge what I'm doing. Like they see some progress. So like that's when yeah. it's like, ah, oh, yeah. Like I mean, you I'm got, you got him quoting your lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> which we can get into as well. You know, like yeah. just the self-awareness that mm-hmm. you're reflecting uh, in, in your music. And, um, what, what did he say that you, that grab that you like gravitated towards? Yeah. All right. So what made you want to say that? Cause that comes with like self-awareness. Yeah. You, you can pretend you can be somebody else to fucking get clout on TikTok or whatever. Like, you know, you can do certain things, Uh but to be yourself and be comfortable with knowing you're your true self Uh takes a lot of work and self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Could you repeat that question one more time? Just, like, speak on where that self-awareness came about. Okay. How did it come about? Um, I sleep well knowing I'm the only me on the planet. Because, like, I'm in the music industry. So, like, when I'm making music, <clears throat> I'm from New York City. It's the mecca of hip-hop. Right now, like, the hottest thing is, like, New York City drill, which is, like, teenagers. It's, like, the current, like, hip-hop is full of trends. Right. So <clears throat> I'm, in, I'm in a point where I'm in the industry. Everybody knows as an artist – you're, the main thing is say, yo, how do I get paid off of this? Like, a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, everybody's fighting that back and forth. And now you got, it's like you got this cookie right in front of you. Like, yo, you can do this. But um, I just believe in longevity. <laughs> like, just yeah. being true to myself. And it's the most rewarding. And it helps me sleep at night, literally. Like, when I know, like, I could go anywhere and be myself. And not feel no way. And just continue to progress. That's why I say stuff like that. Is there value in playing along the lines of conformity for you like for example experimenting with the drill sound because you know it's hot right now seeing like how that resonates with people yeah or do you because i listen to some of your music and it's very like lyrical yeah it's not really how do i explain the other genre you know like yeah, drill it's not really drill, drill so yeah you see value in maybe fucking around with the drill scene yeah trying to, like do something there or just staying true to yourself regardless nah. of how long it takes yeah, um, well, I've experimented with drill. Like, I okay. did it in my way. So cool. I'm just creating things that I like. So if I feel like doing it, then I'm going to do it. I think the more I try to focus on how I feel, the more that I feel, of course, I'm thinking, like, <clears throat> yo, I should do this, I should do that strategically. But a lot of it comes from what I feel, like, just doing what I want. Yeah, yep. and that, that just speaks to the authenticity, right? Mm-hmm. Just doing what you want, but um, talk about like your uh, journey rather. What in your journey contributed to you realizing being authentic is better than being whatever the hottest trend is? Okay, that's not even music-wise. That's just person-wise. Just personal-wise. Dress in a certain way, like talk in a certain way, acting a certain way. Yeah. What made you want to be yourself? What made me want to be myself is that when I when I'm being myself. I see no silence with that. Like, it's like, I have no silence if I'm being myself. It's, it's nothing that I can't do. It's nowhere that I can't go if I'm just really being true to myself. And if, if there are places I don't go, I'm fine with that. But I know I can sleep at night because I'm just, I look for longevity. And I study, like, the best in, like, everything. And it's like, I just have foresight. Like, yo, I can see where, nah, I, this is not going to last so being yourself is, you could, you're good forever. It's almost like being in the present moment. Like, 
Yeah. Yep. No, absolutely. Let's talk about some of the challenges throughout this journey or throughout like pursuing music or whatever, even, even being an athlete. Mm-hmm. What have some like challenging moments been for you? that you can recall that like like in terms of being an athlete just it, overall in just your life, life. Like some um, challenging moments that you learned from ooh yeah um I think one of the one of the biggest things is like so just confidence like just having the confidence because having the confidence at all times no matter what like not being and what helps that is me like being myself and not attaching myself to the results of things or like what I do so um that's like a big mantra of mine is like if you see snow has on like my merch right there mm-hmm. and on the back it says if you're gonna bowl take that shot confidence is everything um that's that's like the that's one of the toughest things I feel like everybody faces. like it's like the difference between who you are and who you feel like you want to be is what you believe and like what you say Right. So what 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 are your thoughts on like faking it till you make it then? Cuz that's a version of like false confidence or yeah. false sense of success before you really have it. Yeah. In hopes of having it, right? So yeah. what's your perspective on that? So then I would ask what is success? Like what right. what you would like consider success to like fake? For people, I mean, I can't really speak on what it is for individuals, for but from what I've observed it's uh-huh. It's essentially like wanting to be higher on the hierarchy wanting to be respected by people uh-huh. wanting to be viewed as somebody that's doing more that's mm-hmm. somebody that's superior mm-hmm. and to me when people want to be in that position they take elements from successful people mm-hmm. without having the without having put in the work okay. that like warrants having those elements mm-hmm. see what i'm saying okay it's like you could listen to like an interview let's say uh, of a rapper that you're inspired by mm-hmm. and then you could take the way that they speak or you could take the way that they carry themselves Mm -hmm. and then you could apply it and feel like you are that person like Mm -hmm. you deserve the same amount of respect Mm -hmm. and that to me is like faking it till you make it okay but i just wanted to hear your perspective on it what i believe in faking it till you make it um i feel like you gotta have some type of fake fake it like you can't be too super realistic like you gotta dream a little bit so i see it as like dreaming it's like i Mm -hmm. and just putting yourself in that in that element, like where you see yourself at, where do you see yourself, and as you envision that, of course, some you gonna move like a certain way because I think it helps you as well. Like, <clears throat> hey, I see myself. Does this reward the highest version of myself that I imagine? Like me being here right now. Like, is this like contributing to that? And if it's not, it helps you with choices. It's like, nah, it's not. So I don't need to be here. So if you moving like that, but if you moving like, oh, I didn't put in any work. <clears throat> And I'm trying to act like you could see that from a mile away. Like you could feel that energy when people was doing that, and it doesn't last. I agree. You think there's value in being realistic though sometimes, because that re- like being realistic almost pushes you to do more. Mm. It actually motivates you. Like if you really, you could have lofty goals, right? Mm-hmm. And nothing against like dreaming big, mm-hmm. but you could get lost in that as well. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced that? Dreaming like too big type, where where you're like. You think what you deserve, or like certain tasks almost become beneath you. You're like, mm. I would never do that, or I don't need to do that. Mm. I and get it that. It keeps you from like working on the foundation of like it, what you're trying to do. What you're trying to do. Yeah. Mm. That's tough. That's tough. It's like, a, I think you got to just use your own judgment because there's certain stuff, <clears throat> when you get to a certain level, after you put in a certain amount of work, it's like, okay, I can't accept that no more. It's almost like, if I if I'm a rapper, and um, 
I'm starting to say I'm getting a hundred thousand dollars a feature. Like if somebody hits me up and it's like, yo, I got five hundred for a feature, my initial reaction is, what? Like, come on now. Like I, right. I I've earned this. Like I've, I've I've done the work. You see what's going on. But um, or yo, if you believe you that hot, set your price at a hundred thousand, and and nobody could get you until until they get that. If you really feel that way, but if you really feel that way, then just do that. That's that's what I I see it like that. But if you really feel that way and you're not worth a hundred thousand, then what do you do? Because then if you don't do those features, mm -hmm. you're missing out on exposure. You're missing out. Right. And then I think it would be up to that person. They would have to live with that. Like if you're gonna make that decision, then you yeah. really have to live with that and, and understand the consequences that you'll be ex subjecting yourself to. Where do you think this level of like self awareness and just overall ability to think about these things in your life comes from? Circumstantial? Was it parental influence or just along the way? Um, definitely my parents. My parents inspired me a lot from young. Like, my parents, like, I grew up in the hood, but I had, like, my parents was a little bit different. Like, they were teaching me things. Like, my mom would, like, tell me things. But um, after that, I think my experiences in life, especially with me changing over careers, like, mm -hmm. this has been a huge, like, I've seen it all <laughs> at this point. So, um, especially when I had, it's like I had a whole, late, I had a field laid out. Like, I had my MBA. I played right. basketball all this time. So it's like, yo, I could. this is easy, like right here. And mm -hmm. then you're going to do this to start that. So I think just me doing that in this time, like I've, I've learned so much. Yeah, coming back to like essentially level one of a new industry. Mm -hmm. What was that time period like for you? Did you like, did you always rap growing up or was it something you acquired, like a skill that you learned? So I, I would say it's a skill I've acquired. When I was younger, I used to write poems a lot. I was, I was good at poetry and once I started playing basketball like full time I fell back from the um <clears throat> from the poetry but um I, the reason why I would say it's a skill because I, I practiced it I practiced mm -hmm. like I started when I started rapping I was like all right man I ain't been rapping my whole life so it's like all right let me I'm gonna learn how to rap like I know yeah. what I want to say I got a perspective so now I got to get the skills to like put it together talk about that process <clears throat> putting the reps in and kind of learning like how to rap essentially okay um I started out, I was in my dorm room, <clears throat> day one, I was like, oh, so when I was before, I was I used to try to write raps when I was playing basketball, I was like, damn, I lost it, like, I can't, I can't rap no more, but, um, or just even write, like, stories, because I love stories, like, I always okay. said I was going to write a book, I used to write, like, short stories when I was younger, Dope. but um, I was just like, all right, bet, <clears throat> I started doing it. The first time I wrote a song, I wrote it about my friend, I wrote a story, it was like a five-minute song, it came out easy, so I was excited about that. And um, my flow sucked. Like, my flow was terrible. Like, I remember sending it to people. It was like, some of my friends would be listening to what I'm saying, but some people would be like, yo, bro. And if you listen to it now, you'll be like, yo. So I just knew I just had to keep on going. Like, I, I, I understood I had a perspective, but I got to get nice. Like, it's flows. There's so much more to rap than just, like, what you're saying. Right. Picking beats. No, exactly. And yeah. that's because that's you're curious about the process as well, right? Like, you, mm -hmm. you almost respect it in a way. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of people jump in this space with no respect for the mm -hmm. craft. Yep. They think, yo, I'm just going to find a beat and like start rapping and like it's going to happen. You you really had to put in the reps. And yep. You really had to, I'm sure, study some people, mm -hmm. take elements from their approach. So in, in terms of basketball as well, or in terms of anything, yep. like the parallel I'm trying to speak on is entrepreneurship, essentially. When mm -hmm. you're trying to create something or build something, 
you have to respect the rules within which that thing exists mm. before you can like think you're cool enough to like change the rules mm-hmm. so speak on that process for yourself okay so when i'm um, with basketball that's where i get my work ethic from is um kobe like i was a huge kobe fan like mm-hmm. fanatic i watched every interview so that developed into my personality like i was the one that came came to practice early i was the one that stayed later i, I was the one to be like real disciplined yeah. and um <clears throat> with music so i was like yo i'm starting over so now i gotta just look at who i like so I just had these couple of artists that I really admired, <clears throat> and I went back. I studied them. The first project they put out, that's why a lot of my favorite artists, I know ev- almost every song that they put out because I was trying to hear them from day one. Like, mm-hmm. I know I, I look, went back to Kendrick, like, day when he was 16, like, his first mixtape. Like, songs that's not on Spinrilla, it's on YouTube or some random page. Like, right. So every yeah, 8, interview, exactly, mm-hmm. I, I would watch every interview, study all their projects and like i bet this is how they came about it and then i, I studied them so yeah. yeah that's a really good approach yeah and and i respect that it's yeah i, I talk to a lot of people that want to be entrepreneurs uh-huh. and they don't really study the greats before them mm. they don't really take elements from their approach or the lessons from the foundations that they've built mm-hmm. and it's just I understand that as well because, like you said, you could put something out on TikTok and you could be the hottest rapper right now. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to give a fuck about anybody that came before you. Yeah. But taking this approach and, like you said, you care about longevity, mm-hmm. you know, wh- what makes you want to do that in, in this day and age where everybody just wants it quick and fast? Um, what makes me care about longevity? That's the type of person I am. Like, I want to, if I do something, I want to do it, like, to the fullest. Like, I want right. to do it like, yo, I'm really, I'm really like that. So, um, I, I just feel like that's the type of person I am. Like, I, I care about what I do, what I put out. So, I have to find a balance between not caring and caring. I'm at that balance. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I, I just think that's just the type of person I am. Like, authentic, like, real. Mm. What do you think about the sort of younger generation which in my opinion is all about not giving a fuck mm-hmm. you know and we see a lot of people rise in in that sort of world as well mm-hmm. it's a success mm-hmm. right? by not giving a fuck or by saying whatever mm-hmm. like what's your perspective on that i think that um everybody got some not give a fuck in them like in order to be an artist, you got to have some type anything in order to be anything an entrepreneur mm-hmm. you got to have some type of not give a fuck it just comes out different through different people. Yeah. Like a 17-year-old kid not give a fuck. Drill rapper is like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go kill everybody. My not give a fuck is, yo, I got an NBA. I don't give a fuck. I want to be a rapper. So it just looks different. It's, it's coming from the same thing. It's just like what you channel that energy to, I feel like. Yeah. Speak on some of the books that you've read like that have inspired you, if any come to mind. Or people or interviews. You mentioned Kendrick, but like other people. Um, because you have a you, your mentality is pretty amazing. It's uh, thanks, it's, man. it's like I see that in a lot of successful entrepreneurs, thanks, man. and they they maneuver in a similar way. So like, where do you think that got developed? Um, I think confidence, <laughs> like yeah. the the self awareness coming from that. And um, so I'll just say one book, the mastery of love. Like the mastery of love is was like huge life changer book for me. The mastery of love. Yep, the mastery okay. of love. Yep. Um, it's a book. It basically teaches you about teaches you about love, but 
to summarize it, it's like <clears throat> everything that somebody projects on other people, every, anything you ever say to anybody is a direct reflection of yourself, how you treat people mm-hmm. or your interactions with people. So now you learn that about yourself. So now when you say certain things, it's like, oh, why did I say that? Yo, so you get self-aware like that, and then you also get aware of other people to learn not to take things personal. Like, you know what? Like, all right, cool. Truth. Yeah. We're living in a in a time where we're watching and observing more people than ever before. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to take shit personal. Yeah. Like, every little thing feels like an attack. Mm-hmm. You know, I have some friends that are going through situations right now where they feel like people don't support them or everything that they hear is, like, a personal attack to them. And, you know... I can relate to that. Like, I used to be like that, and mm-hmm. I realized, yo, I'm not that important. Like, yeah. they're not thinking about me like that. Yeah. And I think that's really valuable for people to hear that it's not a reflection of you. It's yeah. a reflection of them. It's their insecurities. It's their flaws that they're projecting onto you. Yeah. And when you become immune to that, you're dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like, you're powerful as fuck because you don't really... Like, as long as your emotional state isn't altered by words that somebody else is speaking, mm-hmm. you can't lose. Yeah. You can't lose. But at the same time, you have to learn how to speak to them in a way that they understand. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like, you got to speak to them in a language that they understand. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, and if you're too, like, how do I say this? Like, if you're too yourself, mm-hmm. then you can have a disconnect. So how do you, like, tie that together? Obviously through the music. Mm-hmm. But how do you, like, strategically sort of tie that together? You said if, I discon- if you disconnect... Like, by being yourself, you could be polarizing, right? People could initially not like you. Uh-huh. But if there's value in making them like you, do you see value in making people like you? Yeah, I do. But I don't think that it should cost you any energy. Like, I don't believe mm. it should cost you anything to make somebody like you. Um, unless, you know, you're talking business, and then it's like, yo, all right, you know what? I might want this guy to like me. Right. It's like, <clears throat> now you can put your feelings to the side and just focus on his business. You don't attack, you don't attach it to yourself personally. But, um, no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think it should cost you anything to try to get people to like you. I think people that you love, and <clears throat> if they reciprocate it and they love you back, then I believe those are the people that you should really be putting energy into. But other than that, no, nah, I don't think so. But, Business, if sometimes if, if it's not your integrity, then I, I I believe you should be able to maneuver. Like, okay, this guy is an asshole, but we got to get this done. So right. I could deal with him, but I'm not gonna let him like in. Like, I just understand what I'm dealing with. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to to hear because that's in my opinion not spoken about enough. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people move like that in this day and age, mm-hmm. but they don't make their intentions clear. They're like, all right, we'll fuck we'll fuck with this situation for like whatever, but. I don't know. I mean, this is just a thought I'm exploring right now. Is yeah. there value in truly being authentic and, like, letting people know, yo, this is how I really feel about you. Mm-hmm. And then, like, what are we doing after this, you know? Like, yeah. we can do business if you want to do business, but this is how I truly feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like we lack that. There's yeah. a lot of political correctness. Or there's a lot of, like, I can't say the wrong thing. I can't mm-hmm. say this. But anyway, we can move on to some of the challenges music-wise. Okay. it's a tough industry, yeah. in my opinion. And there's so many people that are trying to do the same thing. How do you, like, how do you move in that way? And how do you separate yourself? Um, by just being myself. Like, the more that I'm being myself, is the more I'm getting rewarded for it. The more risk I take. Like, I just wrote something in a song. I was like, a man can only be as big as the risk that he take. So, 
if if you can only win a thousand dollars if you bet a thousand. So it you just gotta just do it and um it's challenging. I'm I'm an independent artist, but things come together. We've been pro- I've been making like a lot of progress. I've been it's, been it's been people reaching out to me, you know, and um just keep going like your intuition, like what you yeah. want to do. Yeah. What are some things you've had to sacrifice to make this a reality? To make this a reality, what did I have to sacrifice? Um, I think I sacrificed some time in my early 20s, I would say. I feel like I sacrificed some time where, like I said, a lot of people start rapping when they're 16, like putting their first song out. People have been putting out songs since they were 12 years old. Like I put my first song out when I was 24, like when I, right two months before I was about to graduate. So that right there, <clears throat> and then I didn't just like catapult into the industry. So I feel like it's almost like I had to figure myself out. Whereas if 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 I was in another lane, it would have been easy. But I feel like I would have went through all the things that I went through, just in general, like maneuvering and music. Like I would have experienced that, but I just right. happened to experience it like right there. So yeah. time getting better, developing myself, like figuring out what I want, like how I'm gonna do it, not what I want to do, how I'm gonna do it, and um, yeah, yeah. So kind of, kind of like learning as you go in a way mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about any sort of early stage of any journey. Mm-hmm. It's very like you talked about taking a risk. Yeah. It's very uncertain. Yeah. You don't really necessarily know if it's going to happen or if it's not going to happen. Yeah. And um, you you can, I mean, there's so many approaches you can take, right? Like people sell courses on how to market and whatever. So mm-hmm. what was like your thinking behind the marketing aspect, the relationship building aspect? Like, was that something you actively thought of or again, like it just kind of happened? Like early on? Yeah. Just, oh, to get just the in music general. Out there. Okay. Um, so for instance, like when I put my first song out, I was like, all right, yo, I'm in school. I want to be a rapper. What's going to get move people? I'm like, um, if I come out with a song, like, I'm like, yo, what's good? Because that's another reason why I got to be authentic. Because, like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm a person before music. Like, I had a whole life before yeah. music. So it's like, bro, I know the whole New York City. Everybody knows me. I've had A's and B's. I went to school. I was a smart kid. I went to practice. I wasn't, like, in the streets. So it was like, I can't come out talking about this. Yeah, Yeah, gangster shit. And if Mm -hmm. I do, and I do blow up, it's like, now I'm a fraud. Like, where I live at. Like, now it's like, it's fake. Um, And I'm not willing to make it real. Like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to be that. I'm not, this is not what I'm trying to do. Like, this is me, and this is why I'm cool. So um, that whole thing, right, I'm gonna circle back. Tell me one more time. No, I, I mean, just like, I just want to change it. What you're saying is beautiful, and you yeah. can keep going. It's like you don't want to do something that's gonna bite you in in the future. Yeah, and and you don't want to do that. But my question was like in terms of marketing, because uh-huh. you, oh, okay. you, there seems to be a lot of strategy in your approach. Like, mm-hmm. what was the marketing strategy? Um, so it was like, yo, I got to tell these people my story. Like, I'm I'm the basketball player. I got to tell these people I'm starting to rap. Why I'm starting to rap? How I'm going to connect to these people? The plan. I'm like, yo, I'm talking to my mom. I'm like, mom, I want to be a rapper. She's like, what? You trying to be a rapper? I got to take them through that emotion and just explain it to them. I got to tell them about me so they could feel me. I got to connect to the people. Like Kendrick said something. At first, I want these hearts, and then I shoot for the Grammys. That was mm-hmm. only, like, his first thing. So I'm like, all right, this is my way. Like, I'm not going to win the if – I, if I play this game right here, I'm not going to win. <clears throat> like, 
and if I do win, it's gonna be fake. It's not gonna be real. So yeah. I'm like, what's a way that I could really win and really like constantly elevate? So there was no sort of I don't wanna say sense of urgency, because uh-huh. there is obviously a sense of urgency yeah. while you're driven to do things, but there was no like desperation when it comes to, yo, I got to monetize this shit like ASAP and make money right now. Nah, bro. It's it like, was, I'll do it as long as it takes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was some desperation. Like, yo, but the desperation didn't turn into me, like, becoming something that I'm not or trying to do something that, yeah. that I didn't feel. But to for other people to like me, it, it was the desperation was like, all right, damn, I want to do this. So what I'm going to do now? I got to figure out something else mm-hmm. to continue to do it how I want to do it. And so the way I'm doing it works yeah. to the point where it's like, yeah, we here. What was your mom's reaction? Um, I said it was uh, my mom was half asleep when I told her that I wanted to be a rapper and no longer an athlete. <laughs> uh, I told her the Knickerbockers wouldn't draft me, so I drafted out playing, put my words over rap beats. She didn't understand. Um, You've been playing ball your whole life. So my mom is like, um, what? Like she was, she was asleep. I was home from school. She woke. She was half asleep. I told her, "Mom, I want to be a rapper," and she was like, "What?" Like, like she saw rapper is like Bobby Smurda. I said that in another song. I, was like, I thought the rapper was like Bobby Smurda. I'm like, nah. Like I'm gonna be another type of rapper. So she like, what? Like what you mean? Da, 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 da. So um, she didn't take it lightly. My dad didn't take it good at all because we in another in another plane. I was like, we didn't shot jump shots in the rain, two a.m. You even got a fan base, the mailman, little man, and tell his friends, you know, you like, I'm looked up to, like, right. in the hood. Like, I'm mm-hmm. a basketball player. Like, that's, like, one of the best things you could be in the hood. So, um, and my dad is heavily involved in that. He coming to every game. Everybody know him in the city. And I'm not just, like, I'm a good basketball player. So, it's, like, um, circling back, they didn't take it good. They didn't take it well. My mom a little bit more, but my dad, it was it was some friction. So what what made you actually want to be a rapper then? Because you had a career path like essentially mapped yeah. out. Yeah. Like you 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 said you could have gone pro or whatever. Like yeah, so I could like I could yeah. I so but okay. So I'll tell you, me going pro, I felt like that wasn't like sustainable for me. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I was gonna be doing it, but I was I was more so doing it for other people. Like I felt like I'd have been doing it like. Yo, okay, I did it, like, yeah, like... But no happiness. Yeah, and um, I felt like I wasn't willing to... I didn't have the same passion to be able to, like, go... Because I've been through a lot with basketball, so it was like, bro, I'm not... This is not it. And I, I mm. felt like I had a ceiling in it. Like, I felt like a lot of people... Like, <clears throat> I was more regarded as a person all the time, more so than a basketball player, I felt like, so... A part of that contributed to it, and um, I just don't like having ceilings. Like I don't, I don't like people telling me what I can and can't do. Like I take that shit personal. Like <laughs> it's like what? Like why you like for what? Especially when people just do it unwarranted. So I just felt like um, if I got a, I don't like having ceilings, bro. Like for me, like personally. So I just say, yo, I'm good at this. Like and I know like I could be good and better. And do the things I want to do. Like, I can help people, like, on another level. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. I wish you all the best. I appreciate you being here. Uh, Please let the people know where they can find you, the music, clothing, anything else. Okay. um, On all social media platforms, my name is Joe Cash, J-O-E-C-A, dollar sign H. I'm on 
all streaming platforms with my music and on all social pla- social media platforms. I'm underscore Joe Cash. I have Cash a Dream, which is my company. We have some merch apparel and you know, um everything. So you can shoot us a DM and um whatever you need. We here. Appreciate it, man. Yep.